Hey, welcome to The Spirited Life, where I am working to take the woo out of the woo-woo and bring spirituality back down to earth. On this podcast, we talk about all things intuitive, intuitive development, psychic and mediumship understanding, mindset work, and of course, manifesting. I'm going to help you understand how to manifest the things that you want and stop manifesting the things that you don't. I'm going to teach you how your intuition works with you every single day, how you can tune into it and how to tune out of it. And for those of you that are wondering what it's like to be a medium or how to enhance your psychic gifts, I'm going to help you with that too. But I'm going to do it in a way that brings it all back down to earth. My mission is to help you live a more spirited life. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Spirited Life Podcast. I am super grateful to be here with you today. I am super grateful for the beautiful weather and watching the water as I record this podcast for you. It has made me really think about just this life that I've built. And actually I was meditating this morning and, and journaling. And this was something that came up. Like sometimes I will even feel guilty. (laughs) It sounds so strange, but sometimes I will feel guilty for how good things are. And I'm sure you can relate on some level of that, right? Like sometimes we're like, oh, is it allowed to be this good? Am I allowed to live this life? Am I allowed to do this? Am I allowed to do this? Well, who said that you can't? We're so programmed to thinking like I have to work this nine to five in order to make ends meet in order to survive. But when we shift our thoughts and we shift our perspective and we say, no, the more joy that I am in, the more life flows with me, the more life flows with me, the more abundance I can create. And so sometimes I get into this mindset of like, oh my gosh, you know, I went to the gym for an hour and a half today. I should have been working or I did this today and I should have been working. And then I remember like, well, no, I did work, but my schedule doesn't have to fit inside of a box like it used to. And I used to call this a corporate hangover because when I quit my job to start doing this, I was still so regimented. Like I still woke up at the same time. I still ate lunch at the same time. I still clocked out at the same time. I was still working the same amount of hours, if not more. And I'm not saying that when you run your own business, you always get to you know, play or work just a couple hours a day and have it all work out. Like I worked my butt off, but, and there are seasons where I am fully enthralled in work and I'm working, you know, crazy hours a day, crazy hours a week. And then there are seasons where I really don't have to work so hard and I can just take clients and I can just flow and I can just let it be easy. And there are going to be seasons like that with everything in life, not just job or career, but, you know, with with family, with relationships. Sometimes you're going to be working really, really hard, and sometimes it just gets to be easy. But it can make us appreciate those easy moments so much more when we're focused on allowing, when we're focused on allowing ourselves to be joyful, when we're focused on allowing ourselves to receive, when we notice that ego talk sneak in like I have recently, which is why I was journaling and meditating on it. When we notice that ego talk sneak in and say, you should not be, you know, doing this, this, and this. 
the the way the world works says that you need to be here, you need to be at your desk, this is the only way that things will work out for you, but I've shifted my mindset so far from that, that in my mind, the only way things work out for me is if I'm in joy, and if I'm happy, and if I am flowing with life. And so I've learned to listen to that, but I, it still sneaks in, right? Like the ego will always sneak in. And so sometimes when you hear the ego sneaking in, the best thing you can do is listen for a second and say, whoa, like stop it in its tracks. Whoa, this is not where I want to be. This is not what I'm aligned with. This is not my truth. Let's look at that. Let me look at that. Let me journal on that. Let me dive deep into that and see why and where this is coming from. Right. And so that's something I got to do this morning and I got to shift. And I was thinking about what I wanted to talk to you guys about on today's episode. And it's funny because through me journaling, through me thinking about these seasons of ups and downs and, you know, business and life and time and family and all these different things, I started thinking about just time. Like when, what are my seasons? What do my seasons usually look like? When am I usually the busiest? When am I usually the flowiest? Is that, if that's a word, when is it easiest for me to help other people to connect with spirit? And so this ego moment brought this episode to you today because this ego moment really got me thinking about how the ego creeps in and when spirit is easiest to connect to and all of this. And so that is actually what our episode is on today. So thank you to this ego moment for bringing through what we get to discuss today, which is when is it easiest to connect to spirit? Okay. And I'm going to talk to you about when it's easiest to connect to spirit in a sense of time, like time in your actual day, where, physically on the planet and timing as in seasons, like in our actual seasons. So you probably know that when you are falling asleep and when you're waking up, you are in kind of a state of not dreaming, not asleep, but not fully awake. And this is where most, especially clairaudient and clairvoyant people receive their messages in the beginning. When you are falling asleep or you're just waking up, you might hear like some conversations happening. You might see a lot of things that are like movies or colors or geometrical shapes or even lights that sometimes make sense and most times don't. And there's no need for you to like decipher and figure all this out and what it means. But what it does mean is that you have the ability to connect. You have the ability to talk to your spirit team and that your third eye and that your intuitive gifts are trying to open. So if you've often been waking up or falling asleep and you're having these different scenes pop into your vision or you're hearing different things, this that is your sign that it's time to start working on your intuition, that it is ready for you and you are ready for it. And so it's really cool to get those things. I love those moments, but it's a lot cooler to be able to sit down in meditation and say, okay, I want to connect with my spirit team. I need to figure out the answer to this. What is my ego saying to me? Why are all these different things coming up? Like when you actually have questions, it's so much better to be able to ask and use your certain tools that your intuition can help you with to actually get the answers that you need, to get clear 
concise evidential messages, right? So in the beginning, the easiest time to tell that you have intuitive gifts is upon waking or upon falling asleep. The easiest time of the day to receive for most of us is going to be first thing in the morning until, you know, like if you are someone that is constantly doing this, like if you're like me and you're taking clients all the time, then you will get into a rhythm and get into a flow where it's much easier for you to receive on a whim, but that comes over time and it comes with practice and it comes with using the tools that I teach in the intuitive development course, um, you know, refining your very specific and strongest clairs and then working to tune in and tune out of them. But most times, first thing in the morning is the best time to try to meditate, to connect with your spirit team, to journal. And that is because the way that I explain it, the way that I feel it and receive it from spirit, from spirit is almost like the energetic dust settles overnight right? So there's all this like dust kicked up in the air, which is really just energy, emotions, feelings, different things happening in our lives. And so in overnight, while everyone is sleeping, that kind of settles, right? It settles down, it settles down, it settles down. So the air is much clearer. It's much easier to receive because there's not so much, you know, muddling up the energy around you. And then you can look at it like this too. If you start your day and you wake up and you just get going and then you, you know, you try to take a break in the middle of the day and you try to meditate then, well, yes, it'll work. It will definitely work. And if that's the only time that you have to meditate, please, please, please meditate then. Please try to connect then. But if you think about it, when we are so busy going about our day and then we just try to stop and cut everything off in the middle of the day, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to stop all of those thoughts, to stop thinking about the projects that we have to do at work, to stop thinking about our grocery list, to stop thinking about all of the things that being human and being an adult comes with, right? So it's definitely the most easy in the morning. It's also very easy in the evening. So after dinner, like before bed, if you can figure out that time in your schedule, I can't. My kids are like full throttle then. But that is when I used to do it um, because it's same kind of thing. Like everything's settling down. Everything's winding down. Things are starting to slow down. All your duties and tasks for the day are hopefully done by this point. So the dust is settling. It's easier to receive. Now, you can receive anywhere at any time. I do it all the time. We're all doing it all the time. It's just easier to have that clarity and that awareness, right? Because all connecting with spirit is, is having an awareness. So if you're willing and able to have an awareness and you have a clear space and a clear mind and a clear energy to receive, you can receive anywhere at any time. But that's why morning and evening are the easiest times because the dust has kind of settled. So let's talk about where. Where is it easiest to connect? Where is it easiest to receive? There is a saying where land meets water is the easiest place to see and receive. And I mean, I am a Pisces. I'm a total Pisces at heart. So like I have to be near the water. I have to live near the water. I I do great sessions during the summer. If you do coaching sessions with me, um, you will often find that I am at the beach doing our sessions because it's just like 
it's just easy. It's like I kind of step into the veil instead of the veil just being super thin. But there is this saying of where land meets water is the easiest place to receive. So anywhere, any beach, any lake, any really anything out in nature is going to be super easy to receive and to connect because it will be so much easier for you to ground. The veil is thinner at these places. You are surrounded by earth energy. You're surrounded by spirit. You're surrounded by, you know, just this clear, clear energy of nature. And so the water is cleansing, cleansing and the land is grounding. And so this is a great place. If you are a beginner and you want to try to start meditating or you want to try to start receiving, it's a great place to go to just start and just ask for guidance, ask for direction, ask for a sign. Um, you know, anywhere where there is land and water and they meet, this is a great place. Now, obviously, you can't go to the beach every single time you want to meditate unless that's where you live. So there are other really good solutions to this. So anywhere outside, anywhere in nature is obviously always going to be a really great place to connect. Um, I also find that I get very, and if you're an air sign, um, this is also really good for you. Anywhere that is up high, so like mountains or cliffs or anything like this, I find that when I am there, I am just without even trying, without even attempting, I just go to this very spiritual place. And so really, you guys, anywhere in nature is going to be easy to connect because you become one with the energies around you naturally. Okay, so the woods, the beach, um, a lake, just sitting out in your yard, going for a hike, these are all places where it will be easier for you to connect. But that's not always realistic. So I like to tell people to kind of create their own little vortex. And this is where I'm going to sound a little bit woo-woo, but trust me, it works. We create a vortex by consistently meditating and connecting in the same place. And it works even better if you do it around the same time each day because a couple of things happen. So scientifically, when you start to form a habit, your body and your mind both sync up and they say, okay, at this time, this is what we do. So if you're showing up in the same spot with the same intention to meditate and to connect every day at, let's say, 7 a.m., and you do this consistently for a while, eventually your body's going to crave that. And the moment that you sit down, it's going to be so much easier for you to open up and kind of drop into that meditation. So that's kind of like the scientific part of it. But then you have the spiritual part of it. So if you're showing up consistently at the same time every day and in the same place, or around the same time, I should say, your spirit team is also going to become used to that. And your spirit team is going to say, oh, okay, so she's going to show up at at seven. This is when we connect. This is our time together. So it becomes easier for both you and spirit to begin to connect with each other and to begin to flow with each other. Because remember, it takes work on spirits and as well as our end. We have to raise our vibration. They kind of have to lower theirs and we have to meet somewhere in the middle, vibrationally speaking. So if we have a date set with our spirit team every single day, 
it's going to become much easier to get into that flow, to get in that state and to connect with them, which is going to make it easier the rest of the day, right? Because as you start to connect with your spirit team, and I think this is what a lot of people don't really think about. They think like, oh, you know, it's so woo-woo or, oh, that's only for mediums or whatever. But all it really is, is establishing a relationship. When you find a new friend, when you are in a new relationship, it takes time, right? It takes commitment. It takes getting to know each other on both ends. And so it's the same exact thing with your spirit team. So to create a vortex, I like to tell people to find a sacred space. And your sacred space can be a little corner in your office. It could be a whole office. It could be your closet if it needs to be. Um, for a long time, mine was my car. And so I would, and I'll still work from my car sometimes. Like I just, I just like to sometimes because for me, every single day that I was driving to and from work, I was talking to spirit. I was saying affirmations. And then every day on my lunch break, because it was the only time that I had at that time, I would drive my car to this sketchy little park and I would meditate in my car for 20 to 40 minutes, depending on my lunch break that day. And so my car became my vortex. My car became, every time I got in there, spirit was talking to me. Every time I sat down with the intention to meditate, they came through and they came through easily and they came through clearly, right? So your sacred space can be anywhere. The way you create the vortex is by consistently showing up in that space, putting your energy in that space, having spirit's energy be in that space with you. Okay. And so, you know, we can talk more about sacred spaces. I have a whole, I think I have two articles on my blog, um, lightloveandspirit.com about how to create a sacred space. So, you know, what things you might put in your sacred space to raise the energy of that space, crystals, plants, things like that. But I definitely recommend you go read the blog. Um, and so we've talked about where, physically it's easiest to connect. We've talked about time of day of when it's easiest to connect. Um, and this is really for beginners, you guys, um, or people that are struggling that maybe used to be able to connect and now they're, they're not getting messages so clearly. This is kind of taking it back to the basics because once you develop that relationship, once you, you know, work with your coach or work with your course and you learn the very specific techniques that are tailored to you specifically, that are given to you through your spirit guides specifically, then it's going to become much easier to connect all the time and when and wherever you need to. Now, Here's the last part, and this is this is what I started this episode on anyways, is timing and seasons. When is the best time of year easiest, or when is it easiest to connect, you know, with, with the seasons? When, when is the best time of year to connect? When is the veil the thinnest? When is the easiest time to receive? When is the best time to try to start to develop your intuition? So the veil is... And when I say the veil, for those of you that are new here, you haven't read my site or learned a lot about this, the veil is simply the ability for us to connect, for the ability for us to see, hear, feel, and receive spirit energy messages. And the veil to me is just kind of like this curtain, right? This curtain that we can't see but is there. And the curtain becomes thinner and thinner and thinner through certain seasons, through certain times of day, 
it becomes thinner the more you do this work. And the thinner it is, right, the easier it is to connect. And so around Halloween, so around this time of the year, we're calling in a lot of spirits, even if we don't realize it, right? So we have the Day of the Dead. We have all these different celebrations across the world around this time of year where we are actively focused on ghosts and spirits and, you know, creepy or not creepy, that is what our attention goes to. For most people, it's a holiday. But what they don't realize is that by giving it all this attention and all this energy, you're actually calling spirit in, which for us that are trying to connect is a great thing. But that's why people also say, like, I feel like, you know, my house is like haunted around Halloween or weird things happen around Halloween. And it's because the veil is thinner. Your house probably isn't haunted. The veil is just thinner. And so Halloween is the easiest time to connect with spirit, meaning it's the easiest time for you to tap in, ask questions, ask for signs, and get them almost immediately. But the energy around Halloween is typically, like at least here in the States, is scary and spooky and all of that. So it's also a time where you really need to be learning how to ground, how to protect your energy, and how to be very, 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 very intentional with the energy and spirit that you're calling in. And so this is something, you guys, that I teach all my students and that I teach in my intuitive development course is how to call in the spirits that you want to connect with and keep the energies of those that are lower vibrational or those that you don't want to connect with out. And I do not want my students connecting until they know, okay, because for me it was so scary in the beginning because I didn't know that it could be beautiful. I didn't know that it didn't have to be overwhelming and I didn't know that I had to protect my energy, right? And so now I never get anything scary. I never get anything low vibe. I never get anything that's not meant for me. And if I do, then I know usually it has something to do with me, like something I need to look at or something I'm not seeing if the energy of what I'm when I'm connecting doesn't feel good. Or it's that I have picked up somebody else's energy and haven't set good boundaries. So Halloween is definitely the easiest time to connect with spirit, but it's definitely a time where you need to really know what you're doing and be more intentional with your grounding and protection and boundary practices. And then we have around Christmas time. So around the holidays, the veil is also pretty thin. And this reason is because we do, believe it or not, our loved ones still want to share in this this time of year with us. There's, they still pop in. They still come for their birthdays and anniversaries. And that's why you may think, not even realize that it's an anniversary or a birthday or something, but you're thinking about your loved one that has passed. And this is because their energy will come through and they will be trying to visit you around these special times. So of course, they show up around the holidays. Of course, it's easier to connect with them around the holidays because we are thinking of them. We are missing them. We are wishing they were with us. And so when we're doing that, we're actually calling them in. And so the the muddy kind of part with this season of connecting, while it's easy and it's beautiful and it's graceful and we can receive, is we tend to get in our own way around the holidays. 
okay? We get in our own way because we're like, oh, I thought that I smelled them. I thought that I heard them. I thought I had a dream about them. I thought I saw them. But I probably, it's just probably wishful thinking. I probably made that up. And most of the time, no, you didn't just make it up. Most of the time, it is them visiting you. But because it's around the holidays, we get in our own way and we convince ourselves otherwise, right? So the holidays are great for connecting as long as you can get out of your own way. So I always tell people it's good to kind of start your intuitive development um, around all of these. You can start your intuitive development whenever, but obviously around Halloween, it's a good time to kind of set the intention, stock up on your courses or, you know, like get your books or just get your things in line with the intention of I'm ready and willing to connect. Holidays, same kind of thing. It's a good time to, the holidays are usually busy, so it's harder to find the energy and the time to get a clear space for connection, but it's a good time to talk to your relatives, talk to your loved ones in spirit, talk to your spirit team, say you want to be with them, say you want the signs, and really set that intention and open yourself up to receiving. And then the best time for me that I have found, I've been doing this a long time now, for other people and for myself, the clearest, easiest, best, flowiest, most receivable time of the year is around spring. And this is because of the rebirth, right? So everything kind of goes dormant, goes quiet, just like I talked about at nighttime, the dust kind of settles during winter, right? The dust kind of settles, things get quieter, things literally go to sleep, things literally hibernate. And then in spring, there's this rebirth where everything is awakening, where we tend to really awaken a lot. Um, a lot of people really have their awakening around um, spring and summer. It feels like that's when it kind of starts. So we are reawakening. The earth, everything is reawakening. And so the veil is becoming thinner and the spirits are happy and everything is this happy, vibrant high vibe, flowy, bright energy. And that is the energy that you really want to be connecting with. So while you can and should, if you feel called, start your intuitive development journey anytime. Talk to your spirit guides anytime. But if you're really serious about it and you're like, I have had all these experiences. I have all these things happen to me. I think I'm psychic. I don't know. I want to learn to protect my energy. I really would like to connect with my spirit guides. All of those things, spring, early summer are the best time to get started because the veil, like I said, or you can look at it as like the doors. What I'm seeing right now is like, I'm seeing like, I'm, I'm in front of the beach, but I'm seeing almost like this door that has appeared and the doors have opened and there's all this like green and yellow energy and like the flowers and the birds. And there's all these different colors and things coming in and out, almost as if they're saying like, we can walk in and out of the space very easily. We can walk in between worlds. There we go. They're saying we can walk in between worlds very easily during this time of rebirth because essentially the door is open. Essentially everything's waking up from their sleep. And so it's easier for us to wake up from our quote-unquote sleep, right? It's, it's easier for us to wake up, to awaken during spring and early summer. And so it's just flowier. It's more natural. It's easier because the vibration of the earth, the vibration of the energy that we have around us is already higher 
right? It's already an, a higher energy than usual and or a higher vibration than usual. So of course it's going to be easier. So we can tap in easier and awaken our senses and awaken our intuition much easier around spring and summer to get the connections that we want and desire. So I will leave you guys with that today. Again, you can connect any time of year, any place, any time of day, anywhere. These are simply the times that I have found over the years that are the easiest and why they're the easiest and, you know, why the energy allows for more spirit connection. So if you have any questions, if you are like, you know what, I really am ready to dive into my intuitive development. I'm really ready to learn about this. Then you know there's a discount code at the end of the episode for the intuitive development program, which is over 40 videos, which walks you through every single Claire, Claire audience, clairvoyance, clairsentience, claircognizance, teaches you how to manage your intuition, how to protect your energy, all of that, everything you need to get started with developing your intuitive practice is in the intuitive development course. But I also have a few spots open for spring and summer for private coaching as well. So if this is something you're interested in, you can head on over to lightlovenspirit.com. You can click the links in the show notes, or you can email me directly at ashley at lightlovenspirit.com. I hope this has helped you, and I hope that you will take some time today, starting today, actually, to start Start to kind of develop your little vortex of meditation and spiritual connection, whether it's in your car, in your closet, or you have a whole room dedicated to it. I hope that you can just give yourself this gift and start showing up for yourself daily and around the same time. Okay, well, I love you guys, and I will talk to you next week. Have a beautiful day. Working with my intuition has changed my life and it is so much fun, but it's definitely been a journey. I get people asking me all the time how I got to where I am, how I knew how to trust, how I let go of that fear, and how I learned how to embrace my intuition while also learning how to manage it so it didn't control my days. And I am happy to tell you that I have the Intuitive Development and Progression Program. It's over 40 videos includes how to work with each of the individual clairs plus how to manage them as well so they're not taking over your days empaths you know exactly what i'm talking about so if you guys are interested in learning how to develop your intuition on a way that works for you and that you can embrace throughout each and every day and carry into readings or more psychic development work if that's your jam, please join me in the Intuitive Development and Progression course. Today I have a 25% off code for you and that code is IDP. 25. Just enter it at checkout and you're going to get a pretty big discount, 25% on the intuitive development and progression course. Again, that code is IDP25. I promise you it will change your life. Thank you for hanging out with me on the Spirited Life podcast. It was so good to be here with you today, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember, if you're craving more on spirituality, intuitive development, mediumship, or just 
really understanding who you are on an energetic level, please check me out at lightloveandspirit.com. It is your go-to resource for all things spirituality, mindset, and intuitive understanding. And remember, if you're ready to tap into your intuition, join me in the Intuitive Development and Progression Program. This program has over 40 videos, multiple bonus courses, and you get a complimentary coaching call with me. It dives into all the different clairs, how to work with them, how to manage them, how to tune in and out of them, how to work with your spirit guides, and so much more. And if you're beyond that, if you already understand all of that, how to tune into your intuition and how to manage it, then I invite you to check out Mediumship Diving Deeper, where you can learn how to utilize your gifts and actually start getting those evidential messages that make clear sense for you or for other people. And remember, intuitive development isn't just for the person that wants to become a psychic or a medium or thinks that they have gifts. We are all intuitive beings. We are all energetic beings, which means we all have the ability to tap into this at any given time. The difference is we don't all receive in the same way, which is why the intuitive development course breaks it down into clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and claircognizance so that yes, you can utilize your intuition to tap into spirit or receive messages, but really your intuition can be utilized throughout each and every single day, whether it's in your career, your relationships, your interactions, or the choices that you get to make. So with that, I am out and I hope you all have the most beautiful day. I love you. Bye.